0: i glad you're with us. Wow. What a news day. Write down our toll free telephone number. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. It is chaos. It is madness. It is anarchy. It is everything that we we instinctively know uh, that you'd never do in life uh, is happening in these big cities that have been run by decades by by liberal Democrats. Failure at a spectacular level. You know, all these anarchists in New York, guess what? They get arrested. They get arrested for looting. They get arrested for arson. They get arrested for uh, you know, being violent and guess what? They get out on the streets in just seconds because of the idiotic bail reform law. Just like sanctuary cities and sanctuary states and the billions that are spent illegal immigrants uh for what? On the healthcare system, the educational system, uh, criminal justice system. It's it's billions and billions a year, but we don't have enough money. We need a bailout from Washington. Well, if somebody's arrested in the middle of riots, and then when you arrest them and you put them in jail and you let them get out of jail uh, every single time, you had bank robbers in New York City rob a bank, get out, rob another one. Six, seven, eight banks, banks, <laughs> get out of jail free card. That's all happening. All yeah, let's see: Virginia, Illinois, uh, New York, uh, New York City. None of them. The president's begging, begging for them to take the National Guard to restore order, and they're not doing it. We'll get into all of that uh, in the course of the program today. We have a lot of ground to cover. And Bill O'Reilly and Herschel Walker and Burgess Owens today. Uh, also, Border Patrol uh, Acting Commissioner Mark Morgan is with us. Uh, he will be with us. And, you know, with all this happening, nobody is talking about every single solitary thing that we have reported for three years. What have I been saying? It's the biggest corruption, abuse of power scandal in the history of this country. We now know that all of it was true. Now, as we begin, Rod Rosenstein's testimony should shock a nation in terms of what he said and what went on and the level of corruption and abuse of power. I mean, he literally said that there was nothing there. No there there, nothing as it relates to Trump and Russia. He signed the first, uh, the last renewal warrant, the fourth warrant overall and said, yeah, he shouldn't have signed it. I mean, this, yeah, I would not have signed Carter Page's Pfizer warrant if I knew about all these problems. Listen to this.
1: You signed a warrant application in June of, uh, I think, 2017 to get the uh, Carter Page warrant renewed. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, Have you looked at the Horowitz report?
2: Yes, I have. I have it with me, Senator.
1: If you knew then what you know now, would you have signed the warrant application? No, I would not. And the reason you wouldn't have is because Mr. Horowitz found that its culpatory information was withheld from the court. Is that correct? Among other reasons, yes. Yeah, and somebody actually altered an email. Correct. Right, right.
0: Uh, do you hear that? If you think that's bad, what's the number you just said I, uh, in my ear? I can't remember. Um, all right, so we have this cut. Now, this is Rod Rosenstein agrees with Graham. No reason for the Mueller investigation. He is the one that gave the charging order. He signed the last warrant. He gave the charging order. And then his explanation as to why he did all of this, I'll give you details. Listen to what he says. Our country was dragged through hell. And the mob and the media and the Democrats, they went along with it. And none of them will ever say they were wrong. Listen. Uh, The information available at the time included... Well,
1: why do we have the Mueller investigation at all if we had concluded they weren't working with the Russians? I don't believe we
2: had concluded it at that time.
1: I'm saying in January the 4th, 2017, the FBI had discounted Flynn. There was no evidence that Carter Page worked with the Russians. The dossier was a bunch of garbage. And Papadopoulos is all over the place, not knowing he's being recorded denying working with the Russians. Nobody's ever been prosecuted for working with the Russians. The point is, the whole concept that the campaign was colluding with the Russians, there was no there, there in August 2017. Do you agree with that general statement or not?
0: I agree with that general statement. Thank you. No, there, there. It never should have happened. Now, remember, Rod Rosenstein is the guy that said about if you sign a visa application uh, as a professional law enforcement, you're verifying to the best of your ability that everything is accurate and verified and true. Listen. The way we operate in the Department of Justice, if we can accuse somebody of wrongdoing,
2: We have to have admissible evidence and credible witnesses. We need to prepare to prove our case in court. And we have to affix our signature to the charging document. That's something that not everybody appreciates. Uh, There's a lot of talk about FISA applications. And many people that I I see talking about it seem not to recognize uh, what a a FISA application is. actually a warrant just like a search warrant Uh, in order to get a FISA uh, search warrant, you need an affidavit signed by a career federal law enforcement officer who swears that the information in the affidavit is true and correct to the best of his knowledge and belief. Uh, And that's the way we operate. And if it's wrong, sometimes it is. If you find out there's anything incorrect in there, that person is going to face consequences.
0: Well, guess what? He signed the last FISA warrant to spy on the Trump Trump presidency at this point and guess what he also admits that the FBI didn't verify the information now if you go back to uh uh January 21st of that same year uh there was the subsource of Christopher Steele uh that confirmed none of it was true Steele himself eventually admits I have no idea if any of it's true but it was January 21st, 20, uh, what was it, 2017, they knew. Listen, but you know, And he says the FBI did not verify the information. They didn't do it. The, uh, compared to what he just said in May of 2018, all of them should go to jail for this. Listen. Before any application was
2: submitted to the court, a senior department official, either the attorney general, the deputy attorney general, or the assistant attorney general for national security met with National Security Division Supervisors to ensure that the application set forth a valid legal and factual basis. Ultimately, each application was submitted to a federal judge who decided whether it set forth probable cause that justified the issuance of a warrant. Every application that I approved appeared to be justified based on the facts it alleged. And the FBI was supposed to be following protocols to ensure that every fact was verified. But investigative reviews published by the Inspector General in December 2019 and March of 2020. Those investigative reviews revealed that the FBI was not following the protocols. And that significant errors appeared in applications filed in connection
0: with the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. I'm like, are you kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. Right? Unbelievable. Well, why did he sign it? Now, here's another gem that the mob and the media uh, won't tell you. And that is, let's see, McCabe wasn't fully candid with me. Well, we already knew that from the IG report. Well, are you just throw McCabe down the stairs. What about Comey? What about Mr. Higher Honor? And by the way, all throughout this, remember, it's Mr. Honor who led all of this. And it also goes right into the White House of Barack With Joe there, and Clapper there, and Brennan there, and Rice there, and Yates there, and Comey there. Remember? And Sally Yates, shocked that he knew all about Flynn's phone call. What did they all know? When did they all know it? That's where we're headed.
1: Listen to this. In January 2017, the man who provided, with all the information, told the FBI it was a bunch of garbage, and they used it twice more. What kind of country is this? What happens to people who do that? Did you know that? You didn't know that, did you? No, sir. Do you think McCabe knew that? I I hope not, Senator. I do not personally know. Was he in charge of the investigation? Yes, he was. Did he ever lie to you?
2: Mr. McCabe, uh, I don't believe, Senator, that uh, there are any occasions in which I identify that he lied to me.
1: Okay. Did he ever say anything, looking back, that is perplexing to you?
2: Uh, Well, that's a very broad question, Senator. I had a lot of conversations. Do
1: you think he was truthful to you? Uh,
2: Well, I believed, Senator, that Mr. McCabe was not fully candid with me. He certainly wasn't forthcoming. Uh, In particular, Senator, with regard to uh, Mr. Comey's memoranda uh, of his interviews with the president and with regard to the FBI's suspicions about the president, uh, Mr. McCabe did not reveal those to me uh, for at least a week after he became acting director, despite the fact that we had repeated conversations focusing on this investigation. And uh, for whatever reasons, Mr. McCabe was not forthcoming with me about that. He has subsequently said publicly uh, in, in public comments he's made about the investigation that uh, his team had been leading up to certain important decisions for some time. Uh, from my perspective, Senator, they've been in conduct, I believe, approximately nine
0: months. Uh, do you understand what we're hearing here? Do you understand the, the the level of corruptness? Do you understand that? Imagine if any of you purposely lie before any judge in any courtroom When you swear that what you're telling is the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Uh, Now, these are all of the things that we have said to admit that he wouldn't have signed the FISA warrants to say the FBI gave him false information to say that none of it was verified. Where would you hear all of this from? Well, you heard it a lot on this program. You heard it a lot on Hannity, the TV program. You didn't hear any of it. You know, didn't they get a, a Pulitzer over the New York Toilet Paper Times? I think they did. You know, Lindsey Graham and 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 these guys, that group of people, Meadows, Jordan, Gates, you know, uh, Ratcliffe, uh, Devin Nunes. You know, there weren't many of us. Solomon and Greg Jarrett and Joe and Victoria and Dershowitz. There was some of us that got it, but you look at this and it. It, there was no reason ever whatsoever. I wouldn't have signed the warrant knowing what I knew now. And they weren't fully candid with me. That means they lied to him. And that there was a, a predication to do the, there was there was not, no reason to do this. There was no there there. That's exactly what he says here. You know, he says, well, no indictments relied on the steel dossier. BS, Rod, because all of this witch hunt, gets tied in together. And as we roll along, 800 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. You know, I, I'm, I'm watching all of this today, and I know the nation rightly is focused on the safety and security of our fellow Americans. And we are watching in shock and we're watching in horror as all of this is unfolding because so much of it is unnecessary. But to have the the oh, and by the way, Keith Ellison now moved it to murder two. All right. He wants to move it. Now remember, if you overcharge and you can't convince a jury of twelve, uh, remember, premeditated murder with intent, that's murder one. Uh murder two in the second degree is you have to show that the intention was to kill. You have to be able to prove that and get twelve people to agree to that beyond a reasonable doubt. That standard is high. Uh the third is is definitely doable based on the tape and if you if you overcharge as they call it you don't get the you don't get the verdict that you think you're gonna get well then people say what the hell we got the tape that's but prosecutors do that all of the time and you know some of them want to build they're overly ambitious they want to build i don't know what the proper charging is we don't have all of the evidence yet we just know what we see in the eight minutes of tape and it went on longer Um, and, and that's scary in, in every way, you know, it's, it's, look at what's happening. You got Hollywood Democrats get behind a movement to defund the police. How stupid are these people? Jane Fonda, Natalie Portman, you know, signing a letter according to Rolling Stone, urging people to vote to decrease funding, going to police departments. Okay. They're the first line of defense. I know all cops are not, are, are not perfect. We have dirty cops, as as Joe DiGenova labeled the people involved in the, we now know, fake, phony, fraudulent, trumped up, corrupt abuse of power that that dragged the nation through the mud for two plus years. You know, but you look at city after city now. Cops are getting shot. Some are fighting for their lives in critical condition. Citizens, same thing. Stores are destroyed. Some will never come back. Then you got the Illinois governor, the Commonwealth of Virginia governor, Northam, refusing the president's request to send in the guard. The 82nd Airborne, by the way, those cities, Minneapolis, D.C., where the president has taken over. Guess what? They're in far better shape than a lot of these other places. And, and then the mob and the media, they, they use tear gas. They didn't use tear gas. They just lied. All right, we're going to cover both these stories extensively all throughout the program. Bill O'Reilly today, and a much and a lot more. Straight ahead, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, you want to be a part of the program? Uh, well, a full coverage of all of this tonight as well. Hannity nine Eastern on Fox. The news, the mob, the media will never give you. Straight
1: ahead. I believe, and all of us believe, that if the Republican Party had paid Mister Steele through an organization money to dig up dirt on Hillary Clinton and he used a Russian to create a bunch of garbage It was used to get a warrant against a Clinton campaign operative, you'd have a little different view of this, that you would be raising holy hell and all your friends in the media would be front page news everywhere, treason. But as Trump, it's okay, as long as you're out to get somebody you need to get, damn the way you do it. Well, this committee is not going to accept that standard, my friend. This committee looked at everything you wanted us to look at in terms of Russian behavior. Did Russia interfere? You better believe they did. Will they do it again? Yes, they will. Was this the Ukrainians? No, it was the Russians who stole the emails. It was the Russians who have divided the American people in terms of the 2016 campaign. But it wasn't the Russians, my friend, who withheld information from the FISA court keeping uh, Carter Page's life turned upside down. It wasn't the Russians who refused to tell the court that the underlying dossier that was crucial to the Carter Page warrant was a bunch of garbage. It wasn't the Russians who manipulated an email to keep getting a warrant against American citizen. It wasn't the Russians Who withheld information from the court about General Flynn that they were setting him up and out to get him. It was the Department of Justice. It was the FBI. It was people who hated Trump. The people had a political bias, an agenda to destroy him before he was elected and after he was elected. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. And if you want people subpoenaed, I will certainly listen to what you got to say. But this stinks. This is a sad episode in the history of the FBI. There was no there there in August 2017. And it may not bother you, but it bothers us. And I hope it will bother the American people and we'll fix it.
0: You know, a lot of people, by the way, 24 now till the top of the hour. That was uh, Lindsey Graham, South Carolina. You know, uh, Linda, you know this too. You know, people say, well, he's on TV a lot, but he's not doing anything. This has all been planned out. And I know it's slow, believe me. We've been on this for three years. What we what we learned today should shock the soul of a nation. I I know we've got other issues we're dealing with, including the safety and security of the American people, and our our cities are you know ablaze, and cops are getting killed and injured, and citizens killed and injured, and uh, looting and rioting and arson. It's sad to see this happen in this great country of ours. Uh, And I'll tell you something here. To hear Rosenstein say that oh the FBI didn't verify the premeditated fraud on a Pfizer court. I use the same word. Some people say, Hannity, you're repetitive. You know why? Because then when you're vindicated three years later, you'll remember where you heard it from. If you keep changing the verbiage, because it was so clear, clear as day to us, And we actually did the due diligence is a reason that we were right about what happened uh, in Ferguson and what happened in Baltimore and what happened at Duke La Crosse and what happened with UVA and who Obama really was when nobody else would vet him. And even in the case down in Florida, Trayvon Martin and, and George Zimmerman, we knew the outcome. We knew that there was a witness that an eyewitness that that ended up changing that case around. But our eyes don't deceive us here in that other case, but in the case of the FBI, what are we learning? I wouldn't have signed the FISA application if I knew the truth today. Why didn't he look into it? Well, I trusted the FBI. And he's saying McCabe wasn't candid with him. Now, McCabe has just come out, and he's saying that Rod Rosenstein lied to Congress this morning. All right, so you know what? Let's charge them all, because all of them you know, were involved and up to their eyeballs. And the charging order by Rosenstein on top of signing the final FISA warrant, by the way, then you have this guy Buente and Sally Yates and Jim Comey, all signing FISA applications and none of them verified a single thing they were telling the court. It's unverifiable. It's been debunked. It was debunked completely and thoroughly in by on january 21st second and third three subsequent days steel subsource no that's not true Steele himself under oath interrogatory no i don't know if any of it's true well that was a a pretty big giveaway you know it, 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 it is it takes my breath away it is so sad you see what's happening in american cities one bad cop look what happens one one bad apple, look what has happened to the country. Look at how close they got. They dragged the country through hell for years. The consequences to and the damage done to all the good FBI agents, the premier law enforcement agency in the world, and when we get to the intel side of it, I think we're going to have the same scenario unfold here. Is, is it irreparable harm? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, but if there's no, we don't have a constitution if they are not held responsible for the things that we now know they did here, you know, there, there's no there, there at all on Russia. Well, why did you, why did you write the scope of Mueller's memo at that point? And why was he even appointed at that point? You know, it's, I, it it, it, it is breathtaking Shocking to the soul of our constitutional republic. They broke the law knowingly. This was, as we've been saying, an attempted coup to take out a duly elected president of the United States. It started before he was even elected because they wanted to prevent him from becoming president. And they had an insurance policy, which we now know pretty darn well what it was. And that was, if he gets elected, we'll take him down. What arrogance, because we smelly Walmart Trump-supporting shoppers out there. You know, they know better than we know. And it's all Comey's FBI. Clapper, Brennan, I'm dying to get to the bottom of where they're going to come up in all of this, too. But then you got Strzok, you got McCabe, you got Page, you got uh, Rod Rosenstein. Where are the charges here? If you... You know, if if you're going to raid Roger Stone's home and you're going to raid Paul Manafort's home, you know, for process crimes and tax violations that, you know, pre-dawn raids, 29 guys, tactical gear, frogmen, you know, uh, and CNN cameras in the case of Stone. Really? Look what they've done to, to the life of an American hero who's been innocent the whole time. General Flynn in all of this. You know, there was no r- reason for the Russia investigation. There was never any there, there. None whatsoever. None. Zero. You know, he can't answer Graham's question what crime the- they were looking for for Flynn. The Logan Act? Seventeen nine Well, what's our goal here? Is our goal to get an admission? Is our goal to get him to lie so that if he lies, uh, you know, we can prosecute him or get him fired? We have all that evidence that should never be asked by any FBI agent or law enforcement agent that their goal is our goal to make him lie. You got to be kidding me here. Graham criticizing Rosenstein because there was no need for Robert Mueller. Look at what the country went through. Look at what the Democrats lied. Schiff lied. He was hearing just the opposite because person after person after person was testifying from the Obama administration they had no evidence of Trump-Russia collusion, and he'd run out, same time frame, and say he had all the evidence. When is he going to be held accountable? The damage, the division, when are the media mob people going to be held responsible? Never. They just move on to the next conspiracy theory. That became Russia. I'm sorry, Ukraine. Then, then they just had to ignore quid and pro and quo and Joe and zero experience Hunter. To get to this spectacular uh, impeachment of the president, need to do it urgently because of a phone call where nothing was wrong done on the phone call. Joe is on tape bragging about a quid pro quo and and using a billion dollars to fire a prosecutor. Investigating his zero experience, some being paid millions of dollars. Graham saying the same people that gave him the FISA warrant application to find the scope of the Mueller investigation. Rosenstein did that. If there's any warrant the that shouldn't have been
1: signed. Let's listen, go ahead. I'm sorry, which memo are we talking the about? The one where you lay out the, the scope, scope of the investigation.
2: That uh, came through discussions between Mr. Mueller's team and... The well, Did
1: anybody on your team recommend you look at Papadopoulos? Where did the, where did the idea that yeah. George Papadopoulos working with the Russians came from? The,
2: the, these matters, Senator, were, I believe were already open... When I arrived yeah,
1: the point is that they were open. These are the same people doing crossfire hurricane. And they gave you a document to sign. And here's my belief that they prepared the document, that they defined the scope of their own investigation. Is that fair to say? That you were just a conduit for it?
2: Well, I'm relying on information that's coming
1: up. Yeah, well, you didn't do an independent investigation yourself, did you? My job isn't to do the investigation. No, uh, did you do? You didn't do an. In, you basically relied on what they gave you. Is that fair to say?
2: Relied on the information that. Yeah, just lied. like
1: you did with the warrant. Correct. Okay, so the same people that gave you the warrant application also gave you the, the scope investigation for Mueller. So that's why we're here to find out how much we can trust these people. Unbelievable.
0: Graham criticizing Rosenstein appointing Mueller because there was zero evidence Carter Page, Papadopoulos ever worked with the Russians. Not only that, exculpatory evidence. That's how low they sunk. That's how badly they wanted to overturn a duly elected presidency. And they, they did it before he was elected, during his transition, and they did it after it as well. You know, Rosen well... The steel dossier is not in the FISA application. Information in the application is verified. Excuse me. That's not true. Because the bulk of the information in the FISA applications, all four of them, relied. And even McCabe said, yeah, we needed all of the dirty dossier that Hillary paid for. Want Russian interference? You get it from Hillary Clinton. You know, it is. What else? What other words? Ted Cruz was amazing today, too you know, accusing Rosenstein, he was complicit. Are you aware of other instances the Department of Justice employees fraudulently creating evidence to submit to court?
2: Every instance that I'm aware of, Senator, would be appropriately investigated and, and hopefully uh, appropriate action would be taken.
0: Mr. Rosenstein, on May 17th, you appointed Bob Mueller the special counsel. On June 29th, you signed the third FISA application. On August 2nd, you signed the second scope application. You came into a profoundly politicized world, and yet all of this was allowed to go forward under your leadership. That unfortunately leads to only two possible conclusions. Either that you were complicit in the wrongdoing, which I don't believe was the case, or that your performance of your duties was grossly negligent. Not a good option, is it? You know, he's saying that, that he well, I didn't read the entire FISA application when I signed the fourth one. Why not? Because in May in 2018, you said you're fixing your signature to it, affirming that the information is true and accurate. You didn't even do a cursory. The FBI already knew it was false. By that time, they knew it was false. By that time, it had been debunked. You know, and and yeah, okay, McCabe and Rosenstein, they want to fight who's lying. I think they all are responsible, all of them. You know, it is, it is everything we said it was and now it's all laid bare and everything the mob and the media said uh, was wrong. Jonathan Turley had a great lineup on, on his Twitter account today testifying he wouldn't have signed the FISA warrant. You know, uh, Diane Feinstein framing the, the use of the Steele dossier going off the rails, you think, because it was not only not verifiable ever, but it was debunked. Rosenstein, he didn't know the the investigators by early January asked Flynn to be removed. Rosenstein insisting that the information in appointing Mueller was based on that incomplete information at the time. But he admitted uh, that when he signed off on it, there was zero evidence, none of any Russia collusion with the Trump campaign. You know, uh, what's it? Lindsey Graham says, I did not say McCabe misled me. Those were not my words. I think uh, he is responding to somebody's question, et cetera, et cetera. That happened. McCabe uh, now saying Rosenstein's claims to have been bi- misled by me or anyone from the FBI regarding our concern about the president, blah, 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 are completely false. I don't believe any of them. I think this is one big, you know, it's it, it, th- this is their own mini mob. Now, I'm not going to blame everybody in the FBI because I think that 99 percent are good people. They serve this country in a dangerous world with honor and distinction to keep us safe. They sacrifice so much for us. Same with our intel community. But they turned the powerful tools of these agencies into their own personal political weapon for their own personal accumulation of power and that they knew better than we the people who ought to be the president of the united states uh if that's not the biggest abuse of power corruption scandal in history i don't know what is because that would be called in any other country an attempted coup
3: because we cannot have two justice systems in america one for black america and one for white america we must have equal justice for the United States of America, and change is going to come in the tragic killing of George Floyd and I proclaim with his son as my witness that change starts today. We are confident that Attorney General Keith Ellison is working feverishly. To do the right thing. And what is the right thing? To make sure that George Floyd family is afforded justice by holding these officers accountable to the full extent of the law. Each and every one of those four officers.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we want that.
3: Attorney General Ellison has a track record as champion civil rights for those who are marginalized, for people like George Floyd, because black lives matter and George Floyd life mattered too. Let's take a breath for Ahmaud Arbery as well. Let's take a breath for Terence Crutcher as well. Let's take a breath for Pamela Turner who was killed in Houston. Let's take a breath for Alton Sterling, who was killed in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Let's take a breath for Philando Castile, who was killed here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Let's take a breath for Laquan McDonald, who was killed in Chicago, Illinois. Let's take a breath for Sandra Bland, who was killed in Texas. Let's take a breath for Natasha McKinney, who was killed by police in Virginia. Let's take a breath for Stephon Clark, who was killed in Sacramento, California. Let's take a breath for Corey Jones, who was killed in Palm Beach, Florida. Let's take a breath for Botham Jones, who was killed in his own apartment in Dallas, Texas. Let's take a breath for Eric Gardner, who was killed in Staten Island, New York. Let's take a breath
0: hear the tension all across the country, and still they are not getting control of many of America's big cities. The overwhelming majority for decades, Democratic mayors, Democratic governors, the worst, of course, being in New York. I don't know if there's a simple answer to any of this, except that you have got to bring in the reinforcements. The governors aren't asking. The mayors aren't asking. They're actually saying no when Donald uh, Northam, no. Illinois Governor, no. Cuomo, no. When the president is offering the National Guard, now creating what will be a battle because the president wants to restore order. He has the authority through the Insurrection Act of eighteen oh seven to do so. But how is it they're watching their cities looted, the arson, stores ablaze, people dying, cops dying, they're being attacked, and they not want the help. It's it's beyond inexplicable. It's dangerous uh, at a level that I've not seen in my adult life. Bill O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. Nothing simple here, Bill.
5: No, but I think we have to uh, report the story in a factual way. Number one, I think it is dissipating um, in most places in the United States. Number two, a brand new polls: is 70% of the American people want the National Guard called in to control the violence. 70%. And that poll, um, Republicans were not polled very much in that morning consult poll. So that shows that there's a backlash coming. I'll talk about that in a minute. But what the problem is now for the American people is that you have a media that is enabling and condoning violent behavior toward Americans, innocent Americans. You wouldn't disagree with that, of course, right?
0: I can give you examples if you like, Bill. I can tell you some no, of the I things mean, that were saying. Well, well let me give you a couple examples. They're saying uh, on CNN, please show me where it says protesters are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Um, uh, also on CNN, Anderson Cooper yeah, rages Cuomo. at little big man, thug, Trump going to church. I, I, yeah, it's look, crazy.
5: It is crazy. That was Chris Cuomo who said that. The absolute worst that was said is the Attorney General of Massachusetts, Maura Healey who said publicly, quote, yes, America is on fire, but to get a new forest, we need that. This is the top law enforcement agent in the Commonwealth
0: of Massachusetts. That shocks so, the yeah, conscience, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, it's shocking. It is just ab- So you have a media that's basically egging this on. We did see this before in the Vietnam years. We saw it. The media was rooting for the anti-Vietnam protesters. Now they're rooting for the race protesters. But I think I don't think people understand what's behind this. So they get Antifa and President Trump will be smart to assign the FBI to track down anyone who crossed the state line with an incendiary device or any of that. The NYPD says 15 percent of those arrested were out of state with aggressive weaponry on them. So the FBI, in the next six months, should be working all of those cases. But here's what's even more disturbing. Black Lives Matter is now a heroic group in the media and in the movie stars. Just a few names. Rihanna, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, um, Steve Carell, Don Cheadle, John Legend, Jay-Z, Beyonce, LeBron James, all support Black Lives Matter. If you go to that website and investigate Black Lives Matter, here's what they stand for. Ready? This is facts. Pull all public funding from police agencies. That means there would be no police. Reparations for slavery. A guaranteed income for all minorities, and you don't have to work free college for all minorities, and open admissions. You can go where you want. All, quote, political prisoners released. That means all minorities in prison released and lower the voting age to 16. This is what Black Lives Matters want in addition to chaos, okay? Now, all of these dopey celebrities, all of these media people, who are supporting Black Lives Matter, they are supporting those things, which is anarchy. Finally, BNB donates a half million dollars to Black Lives Matter. I will never in my lifetime use their service. And that's the way Americans can fight back. Uh, When Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon tell you Black Lives Matter is good, don't watch them anymore unless you want anarchy, unless that's what your uh, belief system dictates. Did you hear
0: about, Bill, the uh, hockey reporter uh, an announcer got fired for saying all lives matter? Did you see that?
5: I did. That's the Sacramento Kings, all right? And there, if I were a season ticket holder, I would never go to another game again. This is what has to happen, because we are at a point where most Americans, 70% of them, Say, oh, we don't want violence and we're willing to use the military to quell it. That's overwhelming. So, how on earth did the other 30% get control?
0: I thought we were there? one American family, Bill, and, you know, that, of course, every life is precious. Uh, the radical views here I, look, Bill, I have a list in front of me St. Louis, Vegas, uh, New York, Buffalo, New York, Davenport, Pittsburgh. Uh, Richmond Rhode Island uh Oakland uh Santa Ana uh Albany Prince William County uh Sacramento for example uh Lynchburg uh Oaklawn and Salt Lake City and let's see Washington State Denver police officers New York obviously uh those are all cities where police are under attack some killed bill the police yeah, so are under attack when well, you watch the precincts two precincts burning bill but we've always had radical groups you you can get right, you know you have the white organized. supremacist lunatics you have you know the extremists if you go to like Louis farrakhan uh, and and you know the, the the controversial things he said you have people that are racist black versus white white versus black um you know rich versus poor old versus young we we have these divisions they're real but it's not the The overwhelming majority of Americans, I believe, are good people. These are the fringe groups. You're correct. But the corporate
5: media, which dominates the information flow, particularly on television, has basically allowed the radical left to do whatever they want to do. And this is Disney, Comcast, uh, Viacom. These are huge corporations that never happened before in this country,
0: ever. And Look at what difference. I want to ask you the roots of this, because today we have the biggest bombshell ever. And that is we have testimony and it's by Rod Rosenstein and Rod Rosenstein admitting none of the FISA warrants. None of them were warranted. None of them. And then also saying he wouldn't have, there was absolutely no evidence of any Trump Russia collusion. Well, to be honest, Bill, I've been reporting on this. You've been reporting on this. A few other people reporting on this. We've known for years this is true. And nobody seems to care. That's a problem.
5: Well, it got wiped out by COVID and it got wiped out by this. But look, when the Durham report comes out with indictments against Rod Rosenstein, because his name is on some of those warrants, all right, then the story will come back. So I wouldn't be too depressed on that. There's some good news here. All right, the good news is that based upon my analysis on BillOReilly.com, and we've been doing this now for three days, the majority of Americans are turning against the radical left. And there's going to be a huge backlash that will help Donald Trump win re-election. If, and this is a big if, he manages the aftermath of this race stuff in a very professional, methodical way. And I just told you, the FBI has now got to track down the radicals that cross state lines with incendiary devices and guns. They have, and the local police has the information from the arrest report. But I believe after this is over, and it will end fairly soon, and so will COVID, that there'll be a two-month period of consolidation and people will go, do we really want Black Lives Matter to run this country?
0: So you're watching these hearings also today, Bill. Did you ever think that we could have this in America where they lied 17 separate times on four separate FISA applications, denying one American Carter Page all civil liberties and civil and constitutional rights, just to spy on a candidate, a transition team of president, and then after what, it's gone on for three years, then say never mind, none of it was true. and We now know it was all
1: BS. You
5: know it's shocking. Uh, it happened in Watergate, not to this extent. Um, I'm a pretty cynical guy being around for 45 years in this industry. But I tell you what, I'm pinning all of my hopes on John Durham, the U.S. attorney, that is going to come back with a report, and I believe indictments. Now, if the Justice Department does not indict, I think the country's rule of law is gone. And in my lifetime, will not come back. If they do indict, and then big names are put on trial, then I think we have some hope. It's as simple as that.
0: All right, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly. Oh, tell us about your new TV show. What are you doing?
5: Um, well, to give you more of an audience, Hannity, I've moved up BillO'Reilly.com's No Spin News to six on our <laughs> website. Because um, I just want, I want people to get a taste of me and then go, I got to see more on Hannity. But I want oh that gosh. tool. And then um, we are repurposing, that's a showbiz term, so that there is another outfit called The First. And they are showing uh, the no spin news on a variety of uh, platforms.
0: All right, and it's all on. Uh, you can find it all on BillO'Reilly.com. Yep. All right, well, congratulations. Yeah, I mean, uh, you just go
5: to my website, and if you're not sick of me, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. All
0: right, Bill O'Reilly, thank you. 800-941-SHAWN. Sean. All right, the role that the Customs and Border Patrol are playing to help restore uh, law and order. Next, as we continue. 3rd Precinct is on
6: fire and right here, Minnehaha Liquor is on fire as well. People are shooting off fireworks to celebrate. There are still tons of people out here hollering. So if
7: I'm not over here wilding out, if I'm not over here Blowing up stuff. Come on. If I'm not over here messing up my community, come on. Messing up what are y'all doing? Right come on, right what are y'all doing? doing y'all doing nothing. Not because that's not going to bring my brother back at all. It's not us. Trump,
4: buddy. Yeah, Trump, buddy.
7: <laughs> it may feel good for the moment, just like when you drink. But when they come down, you're going to wonder what you did. That's right. Good, son. you So, too. My family is a peaceful family. My family is God-fearing. Amen. Yeah, we upset. But we're not going to take it. We're not going to be repetitious. In every case of police brutality, the same thing has been
1: happening.
7: Yep. Y'all protest, y'all destroy stuff, and if they don't move. You know why they don't move? Because it's not their stuff, it's our stuff. So they want us to destroy our stuff. They're not gonna move. Listen. So let's do this another way. That's right, come on now, brother. Let's do this another way. Let's fix the seat.
8: The the but we cannot allow the righteous cries and peaceful protesters to be drowned out by an angry mob i will fight to protect you i am your president of law and order that is why i am taking immediate presidential action To stop the violence and restore security and safety in America, mayors and governors must establish an overwhelming law enforcement presence until the violence has been quelled. If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military
0: and quickly solve the problem for them. That's the president, the need to restore order. You'd think that would be a no-brainer. We now have the uh, uh, CBP acting commissioner, uh, that's the Border Patrol, discussing the role the Customs Border Patrol is playing to help restore law and order. And it's also my understanding, by the way, that they have been, even all through COVID-19, the building of the wall, the president said he's going to try to have 400 miles complete, new miles of wall complete by the time the election comes around, which is... In 153 short days, uh, the acting commissioner, Mark Morgan, is with us. Now, they have been active in deployment and manpower and offering assets, supporting efforts for federal, state, local uh, law enforcement partners. Uh, And uh, anyway, thanks so much for being with us. You know, it's funny because you, you served under Obama and you served under Donald Trump. And when Obama's president... You'd never hear about you. But because you're doing the job for President Trump, boy, it certainly seems like you're treated a, a whole hell of a lot differently. And in the second term of Obama, uh, we've pulled tape where he sounds just like Donald Trump on border issues.
9: Sean, that, that's absolutely right. You know, I, I'm the same man that I was under the Obama administration as I am under the Trump administration. And uh, you know, now I'm being called every name in the book and death threats. But, but what's more importantly, uh, it, what more important is, is the men and women of CBP are receiving death threats. The men and women of CBP, their character, their capability, who they are and what they do for this great nation, their their reputation is being tarnished by by people, by members uh, uh, on Capitol Hill. It's absolutely uh, uh, irresponsible and reprehensible some of the things that our own Congress uh, folks are saying about the men and women of CBP. They should be ashamed of themselves,
0: Sean. They absolutely should. Tell us what you're doing to help in the effort, because you're helping fellow law enforcement people around the country and you have a lot of, of you have a lot of tools at your disposal of manpower what's been going on
9: we do, Sean. Actually, a lot of people don't understand, but the Customs and Border Protection, it's the largest law enforcement agency in the entire United States. And look, I, I feel, I have to say this, you've been doing a great job. I, I, I listen to your radio show as well as your TV show, and, and look, we're, we're, we're all united. The whole country's united that the death of George Floyd was obviously tragic, and those re- responsible should be held accountable. And we're also united, uh, CVP, every one of us out there, that those who want to lawfully and peacefully protest, we're going to support that we're going to defend their right uh, to be able to do that but we're also equally united is that anarchy and lawlessness that this president talks about will, be un, will absolutely should not be tolerated. And we are 100% behind him that we are about law and order. And so CDP across the country, Sean, not just in the national and capital region, but across this region, we, we have deployed hundreds and hundreds of personnel to support our law enforcement agencies across uh, more than a dozen cities in the United States to help them restole, restore law and order. And I am darn proud of that.
0: Well, I think you should be. How are we now progressing as it relates to building the wall? I know during the whole COVID thing that construction continued, and apparently using some safety precautions. Uh, where are we on that aspect? I'll
9: tell you what, Sean, during this COVID, and this is another great uh aspect of this incredible organization, along with the United States Army Corps of Engineers, uh, General Todd Seminat, he and I uh, talk on a regular basis. We, we have actually improved during COVID, as we're trying to protect the, the, the country from continued introduction of, of COVID from outside of our borders. We've continued to actually improve and gotten faster at building more miles of wall. It's progressing at a rapid pace, and I'm absolutely confident that we're going to meet the, uh, our goal of 450 miles by the end of this calendar year
0: uh that is an amazing feat and when you think of for example the president he wasn't getting the support of congress but by the way in the last term of obama they did support it the democrats even and then trump it's trump's idea oh this is terrible this is racist you know you look at like what's happening in new york all these anarchists they they arrest 400 of them and because of these new bail laws in new york they're back out on the street within hours by law it's just like, for example, the sanctuary city, sanctuary state policy, even violent felons, they, they get out of jail, and they are, they're sent right back into society, and to me, that is the states and these sanctuary cities aiding and abetting uh, crime, because that's what the law calls for. But they just circumvent it.
9: That's absolutely right. The American people need to understand the truth and the facts behind sanctuary cities. Their cities, their communities... There is no doubt in this, Sean, that those communities uh, uh, that absolutely are less safe. Any time, any time that you are not cooperating with, with, with from one law enforcement entity to another it absolutely makes the communities less safe i just don't understand why that's even a debate in this country right now i mean look look, look at what's going on right now the the, the riots in the cities these protests that have been hijacked they're specifically targeting law enforcement law enforcement officers that are out there to to trying to protect trying to stop the city from being burned and 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 businesses looted we're having uh, police officers that have been stabbed shot at beat attacked driven over by cars I mean, we, we, we had a, a black, a former uh, 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 chief of police, a, a black chief of police, 77 years old, that was stabbed to death in St. Louis trying to prevent the looters. And what's his name? David Dorn. And, and we also, uh, 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 if you don't mind, Sean, here at DHS, we had one of our brothers. Two uh, uh, Federal uh, Protective Service officers were shot and one was killed. And you know what? His name is just as important. Patrick Underwood. He was shot by a looter, had nothing to do, this had nothing to do with protesting Mr. Floyd's death. This was just a common thug and a common criminal who took Patrick Underwood's life. We should remember his name, too, Sean.
0: Uh, it's so sad. You know, nobody ever talks about all the law enforcement. This is one of the things that's driving me insane. I, I gave a list earlier in the program, all these police departments that where either officers have been killed or severely injured or, you know, hit in the head with a brick. And it just is city after city after city after city. Then the cities, you know, when the president offers the help and they have to accept guard help uh, and ask for it uh, and they're saying they won't accept it. Well, now the president is we're watching all this, you know, chaos and anarchy on TV and the arson and the looting and all the other criminal activity. And now what? What? The president will have to invoke the Insurrection Act to to bypass These governors and mostly, by the way, blue state, Democratic governors, uh, mayors that have done a horrific job for decades, you know, in pretty much any area you can measure.
9: Sean, I I tell you right now, and, and you know, I I, want to stay out of the political aspect, but this is what I'll say to support just what you said. I have had uh, cities that have, have outwardly said we do not want any law enforcement support from CBP. We do not. There, there's a tweet out there that capitalized uh, someone from a mayor's office in a city. Capitalized not. We do not want any help from CBP. Why their city is burning, why their uh, businesses are being looted, why people are, are, are violent criminal acts happening, they are specifically saying they do not want our help. And we, again, we have people on, uh, 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 people on the Hill that are chastising, that they are absolutely going after the incredible brave men and women of CBP because we're trying to support the president's law and order state. And, and protect this country from lawlessness and anarchy, and that's what we're getting. And that is pure politics, and that makes every city less safe. It's disgusting.
0: Extremely well said. Well, listen, thanks for all you're doing, uh, Mark Morgan, uh, CBP Acting Commissioner, and for the great job you're doing. That's an amazing uh, amount of wall that you guys have built in a very short period of time after a really big fight to get the funding for it and the reallocated funds, as the president did. And uh, thanks for helping out in this as well. We appreciate all you guys do. Please send my best. I, best. I know many of them. I think you'd know I've been down to the border, I don't know, 14 times now. I've been there a lot, uh, everywhere from the Rio Grande through San Diego and every spot in between. But thanks for all the hard work you do every day
9: and you have Sean we we I, I can tell you i i can speak on behalf of men and women of CBP they appreciate your support you've been down their trenches you've talked to them you know what's going on so thank uh, you you board very a much.
0: patrol guys it's a not it's such a hard job i mean all the all the heroin all the human trafficking all the the gun trafficking fentanyl heroin it's horrific it's a terrible job And these measures this president is making is protecting our country and keeping us safe. And you're you're on the ground making it happen. So thank you for all you do. All right. As we continue back to our busy telephones, Uh, Dallas, Texas, Alan is next. Sean Hannity show. What's going on, Alan? How are you? Glad you called.
10: Hey, I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you so much for your consistent voice day and night defending the truth about our president, Donald Trump. You know, when he ran for president, he wasn't looking for political limelight fame, success, or money, obviously, I really got to believe that the man just really, really loves America and loves Americans. And I just got a quick observation about the brief scene that played out Monday evening when he walked out of the White House across Lafayette Square, where all the rioters had been looting and everything that night before, he got his Bible in hand and stood in front of that that church that had been burned by by just a handful of, of lawless people, Right. And he made a statement, and I'm disappointed to hear that, that some people have said, oh, that was just a political stunt and whatnot. I don't believe that. I really don't. You know it. You know him for a long time. I'd love to meet him someday and just say, Mr. President, thank you that you made a stand with that Bible in hand in front of that church to make a statement that this country is indeed built on a deep foundation of biblical truth. That foundation has stood the test of time and a lot of storms, and it's going to stand it's it's going to withstand this storm, you know, and it's stronger than the hatred, it's stronger than the destruction, and, you know, we've got a voice, you know, and President Trump has given us that voice to use. And, you know, there, there's a story about that Bible. It's, I think that's probably the Bible that sits on his desk in the Oval Office. Just real quick, that Bible came out of a 1900s revival uh, uh, in Scotland. Two elderly women started that revival. There was a young teenage boy that was saved through that revival. His name was Donald Smith. Well, he had a cousin named Mary Ann Smith McLeod, who moved to America in 1936, right? She met a man named Fred. They had a number of kids, and their fourth child was a son, and she was so impressed with that young man Donald that they named this fourth child Donald. We know him as Donald J. Trump. And that Bible that he was holding was that Bible that his mother gave him that came out of that revival near Scotland over 100 years ago. I know he has a deep reverence for the Bible, for God and what this country stands for, and I'm so thankful we've got a president that fights for the religious freedom of faith-filled believers, regardless of their, their race, creed, or color in this country. He fights for us, he's given us a voice, and Sean, I'm sure you remember when you were growing up, your mama probably told you, like mine told me, son, if you ain't got anything good to say, you best just keep your yep. mouth shut, you know? And we got to well, choice what we do with our voice. We're either going to build up or we're going to tear down. It's real simple.
0: And Alan, i got I got to run just because of the constraints of time here. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. And anyway, uh, you know what? We can pray for the country because we need prayers now.
8: Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour.
3: 2150. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Some coward fired shots at office, and, and now we have four in the hospital. But thankfully and
8: thank God, he's alive. He's alive.
0: All right, there is Sight, Sounds, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour. Sad tragedy and the worst part of all of this, you have governors and you have mayors that are saying no to the offer, repeated offers of help by the president of the United States to help restore order and protect the people in their states and cities and the 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 businesses in their states and cities, It's, it's beyond inexplicable to me. And majority of these governors, we got Illinois, we got Virginia, you got New York, obviously a mess. And no, we don't want you here. Well, look at what's happening to these cities, many of them, those that have accepted the help. Guess what? They're doing better. Anyway, here to weigh in on it is uh, Herschel Walker is with us, former NFL player. He played for the Vikings, the Eagles, the Giants. Uh, and by the way, he now works with the Trump administration on the President's Council on Sports, uh, Fitness, Nutrition. Uh, Burgess Owens is with us, former NFL player. He was part of the uh, Super Bowl winning Raiders lineup in the in 1980. He's not a candidate for Congress in Utah's fourth congressional district. This is a race he can absolutely win. Uh, welcome, both of you. Um, I, I can't, uh, Herschel Walker, for the life of me, understand in any way, shape, manner, or form. I can't understand why anybody would ever reject the help to restore order.
11: Well, I can understand it. The reason why is they don't like this president. Got nothing to do with the people, nothing to do with leadership, but they don't like this president. And I think that's what's sad, that's the reason I'm a little bit angry, because it's not. A, this is not a, a political thing here. There's people that are dying, there are people that are getting hurt, there's there so much going on, and they want to talk about racism, they want to talk about this, but yet, yeah, you have a president that is trying to do something. And they don't want to even uh, use his help. So I think it's sad. I think the people
0: need to know that. Let's, Burgess, I mean, why would any of these states? We're turning on our TVs every night. We're watching the violence. We're watching the looting. We're watching, you know, cops now, some dying, others attacked and, and severely injured. Same with innocent citizens here. Uh, yeah. Then the arson and, and, and all of it going on. And that seemingly they have no control whatsoever. None of these, they can have curfews all they want. Nobody's listening to anything that they say.
6: And, and no, uh, uh, what we're looking at is, uh, is exactly what happened to my community back in the, the, the 60s. You have, we, have, we have to understand what we're up against. Uh, these people are trying to find solutions. It's, it's called evil. It's Marxism. It's when you use people to, to uh, a misery political strategy. It is more, it's more. more than just they don't like our president. They don't like the American way. And what they did with my community when I was when I was growing up, we led the country in the growth of the middle class. Over 40% business ownership, which equated to 50% of, of middle class across our country, all across the country. They destroyed that by making sure our business is now at 3.8%. They are trying to destroy the infrastructure that brings our country back with small business owners. And I want my Democratic friends out there to recognize they could care less that the leadership of your party is nothing but evil, it's Marxism. They can care less about you, just like they care less about the black community. Understand, if you're out there in a small business, they're looking at you as collateral damage. They want to, they want to win in November, that's all they care about. These, these Democratic uh, 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 mayors and, and uh, governors, they want to, to depress our economy. And they add in these teeth of people to destroy the business structure of business owners, particularly black business owners. So we're up against a big time. And I think we're going to win this because we have a president that understands it. And uh, we're going to fight it. America people are going to wake up for sure.
0: You know, I, I, I believe we will. We're going to push this back. You know, but you go from now we, we learned today, Herschel Walker, that the whole Russia thing, there was no there was no predicate for this at all. That lies were told from the very beginning. There's no fact checking whatsoever corrupt people abusing their power and and they did this to a united states president and it went on for three straight years now we learn today oh never mind then you see what's happening coronavirus no state is prepared president comes in the fastest swiftest largest medical mobilization in the history of mankind then it's followed up by all of that has happened here the, the, there's there's no disagreement i don't know a single person that looks at what happened to george floyd and says that this is acceptable. Everyone is condemning it. It is that need not have happened. You don't act that way as a police officer. There's no police officer ever trained to do that. And it was it was we watched in front of us with horror. But this is not going to help bring justice to anybody. It's only going to hurt communities further. We're at a time where everybody agrees it never should have happened.
11: Well, it's not going to help at all, and, and I think uh, a certain party knows that, and they don't really care about it. What they care about is they want to win. They want to win at the election, so they don't care how they get it done. Do you notice that you see no leaders, absolutely no leaders out there talking about a solution to get this done. They talk about how to criticize this president and he's going to get it done. And then, yeah, I see them go on television They with the peaceful protesters saying, oh, this is the way it is. I said, no, why don't you get out there with the people that are destroying businesses, the people that are running out, running amok, and then you get out there with them and try to get them straightened out. But yet, I said, we need leadership right now. And you know, and, and one of the things I, I told someone, I said, you know what? so strange? I love America. And you know what? If the president doesn't win this coming year and, oh, and Biden wins, I would support him because he's the president. But that has totally changed today. You see people running around. People getting injured. You know, I'm, you know, I'm going to fight. I was saying hand-in-hand uh, hand with every police officer out there because all policemen are not bad. You know, has anyone ever mentioned the, the police officer there in St. Louis that was killed? Has anyone talked about him? Has anyone talked about anything like that? Or they talked about the kid that was beat up here in Dallas, Texas? Has anyone talked about that, whether that's right or wrong? Well, we're breaking the law. We're breaking the law. The reason this country was built, because we had laws. And I think that's the only way we can keep it. And I'm going to say something that people are going to hate. You may hate Herschel Walker for this, but I said it is time that we turn the TV off for a little bit, that we straighten this out because I can tell you right now, I watch a basketball player who got his window broke where he put the guy in check. I watch an MMA player that put a guy in check. Well, that's what's got to happen now. These guys that running around destroying people's businesses, whether you black, white, and one of the things that's an insult, do not put Floyd's name on, on the crime. Do not put Avery's name on the crime. What you're doing is a crime. Peaceful protesters is something totally different. And I suggest it. If you want to do a peaceful protest, you do it for a certain time. Any time after that is a curfew. If you're out, lock them up. And you know what? Uh, I want the president to change what New York got. You don't just release them after that. You know, that is so property. They're not just being uh, a protester. That is storm property, so you hold them in jail a lot longer. And anyone—I'm not a lawyer—anyone that says I'm going to pay the bond of a protester that is doing a crime is doing the crime as well.
0: Yeah. What do you think about that, Burgess? Oh, what would you do? <coughs> well, I tell you, what's
11: happening,
6: and I'm so thankful that uh, that we're having voices coming out. See, see, what what's, what we have to understand is that we've been in a fight for a long time, and I, I bring up my community only because we've been there, done that. You know, Herschel and I, we all came to a time when we had parents that taught respect for God, family, country, women—all those things. That's changed because we have elitism that has infected my community in a big way. Is now affecting our country. Elitism cares less about people; they care about their power, their prestige, their their their, their Marxist ideology. Those—that's the NAACP. That's the black hawkers who have have put their knee on our communities for decades and they're suffering. They're 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 dying. Nothing's happening good in the and it's the same people that turn around and point the phone at things that anybody else. Keep in mind where all this measure is going on. Democratic states, Democratic uh, uh, mayors. And then they turn around and blame somebody else for what they have not done as they make uh, a, 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 my race more racist by trying to tell other people that, that it's police and white and, and it against them. So we have – this is a wake-up call for us, I think, across our country, because everybody's been impacted by this, not just uh, uh, Republicans. Democrats, good Democrats out there who want their country to move forward and being impacted by this, we can now have conversations about who's our true enemy, who's, the, who's, who's making sure that we do not go to work, do not go to church. Uh, uh, allow these, these, these uh, thugs to come to our communities and, and, and wreak havoc and sit back in their gated communities and smile about it and say, well, maybe we'll do something tomorrow. We have a chance to come together, our, our country together, and do what we do best as a country. When we find find out we're at war, we not
0: wait. We're you, you, do you, that again. you you both come from professional football background. Um, both of you have a strong faith. You know, I, I look at say MMA and football as like the real warrior sports in this country. The, the toughest of the tough, the strongest of the strong, the best of the best. And Americans love both sports. I know I do. And, and Herschel, you actually do them both, uh, which I give you a lot of credit for. I don't know how you do it, but I've watched you, and you're amazing. And one of the great things, those sports bring everybody together. We know, we, you, there's not a race on the field or in the ring or in the, um, or, or the fan base. And, and then often at the end of a game, what do you see? You see guys both team, they get in a circle, they shake each other's hands, give them a tap on the shoulder pad. Get in a circle say a prayer i mean that can be america too that is that is a reflection of of the greatness of america
11: well i think one thing that do doing sean i think they counted the after America short as not being intelligent because let me tell you that's mm-hmm. so something so funny what's funny about this whole situation is result you know if you take the last four presidents who who had two terms you take the last four presidents that had two terms this administration has done more for African-Americans. And that's what people need to realize. Let's get things straight. Let's look to the results of what is happening. And I said, that's what you got to look at. You know, people have called me names because I like this president. And I said, guys, it's got nothing to do with that. it got to do with it. I know the man. I know the man. And and they said, oh, I don't like his tone. Uh, so who cares? Who cares what it is who gets results? Because one thing that's great about it, You better like a president that loves the United States of America. Otherwise, why are you here? You know, you want your president to love the United States of America to protect the United States of America. And, you know, there's no doubt I want to help other countries, but help home first. That's what you have to do first. Help home first.
0: You know, I got to tell you. Yeah, go ahead, Burgess. can Can I add this real quickly?
11: You know, you know what you
6: just described, is, and the reason why it's worked out so well in the sports arena—it's all built on meritocracy. We love each other because we see each other's character. We know who's going to back us up. We know who's going to be there for us. What the left likes to do is turn it around. We look at each other inside out. These are good people, good Americans, inside out, not outside in. The leftists have trained people to think of each other outside in instead of that the other way, and that means that's become racist. They hate our country. They, they hate each other, anybody who's different than themselves. We have a chance to come together and recognize, let's get our nation back. Let's make, make sure our, our kids have a great future, better than we ever had. We do that by across the board, recognize who our enemy is. It's the Marxists, the elitists, those who have, have, have done a, a, a devious deed on us for a long time and trying to destroy our economy so they can get power in November. That's what they want, more than power.
0: You know, that is the, the saddest part of all of this. There is this this hunger for raw power by so many people, and it is, is disturbing what people will say and do to get it. We have to all be one united American family. We've got to. Anything short of that, we're failing our children, we're failing our cities, we're failing our neighborhoods, and it's doable. I But, you know, uh, but watching what we're watching, it doesn't look like it at times. But thank you both, Herschel Walker. Uh, Burgess Owens. Uh, Burgess running, by the way, Utah's fourth congressional district. Uh, Herschel on the president's uh, 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 council on sports, fitness, nutrition. Thank you both. All right, we got time for a quick call. Then we'll do uh, your calls the final half hour of the program today. Eight hundred nine four one. 941 shawn if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let's say hi to Missy in West Virginia. Missy, hi. How are you? Glad you called. Hi,
12: hi Sean. How are you? I wanted to remind people, because I was a cop, who the cops are. They're the same guys who ran into the Twin Towers, and some died on the spot, and some died years later. They're the same ones who are going to rush into a church, a mall, a nightclub, or a school when there's an active shooting and save your kids. They're the same cop who's going to do CPR on your child, who's going to find your missing child when you turned your back for two seconds and they ran out the front door, the same one who's going to work that accident you get involved in, and the same one who's always going to come when you call them so when all this is over please let's stop making an all or nothing in this country because all cops aren't bad one person did this okay you know white, it, look all, the, all the, and you can see
0: bad. what one bad apple does to an entire profession and we're seeing this you know play out with Rod Rosenstein today I mean you have a few bad cops uh, dirty cops as Joe DeGeneva would say at the FBI abusing their power and people in the intel community abusing their power, and a few people in the Obama administration abusing their power, and look at what they did. Now we can, oh, never mind, you put the country through all these years of hell, and your answer now is never mind? It's, May I ask it's, you a question? Yes, ma'am.
12: And this is a serious question, and I want you to think about it before you answer. What color is crime, criminal behavior? What color is crime?
0: No color. It's—it it, it, Crime is crime. Okay. It's an act.
12: Okay, hold on then why is the enforcement of it always racist?
0: It's not. Look, some people will always, sadly, use anything to try and bludgeon opponents politically. Every two, four years, I chronicle the use of the race card uh, against Republicans. They're racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, want dirty air and water, kill granny, throw over the cliff. Because they lie for power. And it's sad, and they're hurting the country. All right, I got to run here, though. Thank you. Good call, uh, Missy. 800 941 Sean. Uh, Straight to the phones when we get back. Final half hour. To
8: fundamentally change the way in which police are trained. And the idea that instead of Standing there and teaching a cop who is an unarmed person that's coming at him with a knife or something and shooting him in the leg instead of in the heart is a very different thing. Looking ahead in the first hundred days of my presidency, I've committed to creating a National Police Oversight Commission. I've long believed we need real community policing. We need each and every police department of the country to understand a comprehensive review of their undertake a comprehensive review of their hiring, their training, De-escalation. Some have already done it, some have are in the process of doing it. There's no place for violence, no place for looting or destroying property or burning churches or destroying businesses. Many of them built by the very people of color who for the first time in their lives are beginning to realize their dreams and build wealth for their families. Nor is it acceptable. For our police, sworn to protect and serve all people, to escalate tension, resort to excessive violence. We need to distinguish between legitimate peaceful protests and opportunistic violent destruction. We have to be vigilant about the violence that's being done by this incumbent president to our economy and to the pursuit of justice.
0: Let's take a little trip down memory lane with uh, the ever forgetful Joe Biden, because he's so forgetful. Uh, We'll remind him first that Ferguson happened. Yeah, he was the vice president. Barack was president. And same with Baltimore and same with Cambridge. Why didn't they do it then? And don't forget, Joe has a lot of hits he has to explain.
8: In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian-Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking.
0: What kind of a chance would a northeastern liberal like Joe Biden stand
8: uh, in the South? Better than anybody else, and you don't know my state. My state was a slave state. My state is a border state. My state is the eighth largest black population in the country. You got the first sort of mainstream African American yeah. who is articulate and bright and and, and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, it's that's a storybook. Unchain Wall Street. They're going to put you all back in chains. It's
11: a long way until November. We got more questions.
8: You got more questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black.
0: Oh, okay. I guess Joe gets to decide that anyway. Glad you're with us. Uh, If you missed it earlier, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. He's now, again, the AG, Minnesota, increasing charges against the officer Uh, to second degree, and also charging the other three officers. Um, Now, you start getting into, if you overcharge, and there's only the one option for a jury, for example, murder one would be intent and premeditation. Murder two would be no premeditation necessarily, but the intent. You intended to kill the person, okay? The video shows us a lot. Does it reach that high bar? Where 12 jurors will decide that somebody is guilty that they intended to kill George Floyd in that moment that this officer intended to do it. And then you have the manslaughter charge. Murder three, though, is that, you know, you act reckless, disregard, irresponsible, et cetera, et cetera. Now, a high bar, sometimes when these prosecutors, when they overcharge, guess what? They don't get any guilty verdict. And then people are like, well, what do you mean he's not guilty? Because because the charging what well, they reach beyond what they are able to prove and juries then will be told all of this. Okay, does the video ask yourself show that it was the intention to kill him? Because that's what that is what the bar will be when if there's no plea deal when this goes to trial. That's the bar that that, that they would have to as attorney general the prosecutor's office they would have to reach that high bar. And get all twelve jurors uh, to agree that that was his intent to kill him. Eight uh, hundred nine four one Sean toll free telephone number. You want to be a part of uh, this program, Harry, Los Angeles, California. Harry, hi, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm good, sir.
10: Thanks for
13: taking my call. I uh, I truly think the president needs to assemble a task force, just like he did with the COVID nineteen, to look into the core of the problem and the issue. That obviously will include race, poverty, homelessness, income, uh, religion, and diverse cultures. So I think uh, this president, especially this president, really cares about this country and loves this country. Uh, and so a lot of us, actually. So I think I think a task force that's going to be sustainable, that's going to be looking into it forever. Uh, yeah. As long as, you know, uh, I guess he's around, uh, that task force could be intact and, and be assembled from... Multiple different layers of community and society—not rich, not poor—you know—from poor to rich, from uh, let's say athletes to to Kanye West to you know the guy that owns a donut shop and so on, you know—and and put some. You know, there's like a, there's a
0: the part platform. of me that is listening to. You, it should be simple. It should, you know, if if you I, have it, a fundamental belief, you know, what does our founding declaration say? It says, you know. Uh, we are endowed by our creator with inalienable rights. You know, all men created equal. Okay. Now, did the America have original sin? Yep. Slavery, repugnant, evil. There's no other word for it. And the founders and framers, knowing they couldn't resolve it at the time, there were attempts to. They knew it wouldn't happen. They built, they did in their wisdom, imperfectly, build a system to right wrongs and correct injustices. No, and, I
13: agree with Sean. Sean, every country has the same problem. Look, I was born and raised well, that, 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 in
0: right. But exactly. we want to be a right. more perfect union. We want to be a more perfect country. Sure. And the so way to do it, I from think. my perspective, is if you start with the premise is that every human soul is created by the same God, exactly. that makes everybody brothers and sisters. Exactly. And and, exactly. And, 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 I, and I do believe most Americans are like that. I do believe that.
13: That is true. That is very true. But the few, the few that are causing this chaos, and they will keep on causing it with God knows what kind of influences that they're getting from, whether it's outside influence, whether internal, uh, I mean, we just don't know that, I guess, as of yet. But uh, I think this is not going to go anywhere. Like I was telling you, I'm an Armenian that was born in Iraq. I was raised in discrimination. You know, I'm a Christian. I was uh, raised in a Muslim country, but again, if you, you know, I've traveled the world. Uh, luckily, I've been in this country for 30 years and I've accomplished and I, you know, I came in with $70 literally and I made what I made, you know, working hard not getting anything from the government. But I think we need to get to the core of the problem and that's what I'm thinking. This president, especially this president, if he can put a task force together like he did with COVID-19, I think you know if he brings in multiple layers of people, I think this, this will be solved. It's not going to be solved overnight, but it's going to be solved over a you know, few generations because you know better than I do. When you go talk to our college students today, they're so uh, far left that they don't even see the bigger picture, unfortunately. so And it, it, it breaks my heart because I left – you know to come here on a young age to live in a in a in a, in a uh, 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 civilized society, to live in a good country, to be safe you know it's for me and my future family but uh, sadly, when I see this every five or ten years going on you know under different presidents, and everybody comes out and says hey i, I you know I care and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that and of course no one does anything, you know, it boils up and people are are sick and tired of it. And I think that's why I truly think uh, President Trump has that heart. He really loves his, his country and the people in the country. And I don't think he discriminates against anybody. I think it's just a matter of, you know, putting it right, bringing the right people on board. And uh, starting and, and just like he does, with see,
0: the things. He can... yeah, no, you, you're, you're making amazing points here. You see, the president has done things. Look, you have a media mob that hates him. If he cured cancer, they're going to hate him. There's nothing he can do that's right. Biggest medical mobiliza- mobilization. The cities that are doing better, you know, uh, opportunity zones, black, historically black colleges record after record low unemployment rates for african-americans and and every other demographic group and they still will say that he's horrible it, it's it is that well, unfortunately just, that divide is real been. truth doesn't matter up is down down is up you know purple is green and green is pink in the world of a, a media mob and democrats that hate him and Agreed. the worst is we uh, i'm sorry go ahead
13: Agreed. I was going to say, you just said the media mob, and that's bad. I mean, if he cures cancer, like you said, it's not going to matter because one uprise or one other issue, it's going to wipe out the whole goodness that he's done throughout this three, four years. You know what I'm saying? So he could be doing whatever he could do. All it takes is one stupid little, uh, uh, um, say, uh, issue that the media can even create. You know, I mean, I'm not discounting this, you know, uprise, and I'm obviously not— you know, uh discounting this uh legit protesters. You know, of course that's why we're here. We have to protest. We have to go and tell the into our leaders that, you know what, this is a better way of doing it, but not loot, kill, uh, burn businesses. Look, I own a small business myself and I've worked my ass off, excuse my language, throughout the years to build my business. Yep. I don't wanna have some some low life person no. who, pretending that he cares to burn my place down for absolutely no reason. Uh, and then what? Well, and then I... who's gonna be who,
0: Sorry. I, I, and and you're and you're talking for many people. I've got to run, though. You know, somebody sent me something today. Let me share it with you. President Trump says, good morning. How's it covered? Fake news. CNN. Can you believe what Fox News said about this? I mean, pretty, pretty true, right? Uh, the Huffington Post. Uh, good morning. Mornings are sexist. Here's how. Uh, salon. Mornings are racist. Here's how. Uh, MSDNC. Uh, did you know who else has mornings? Russia. The Washington Post. Family of the late General Soleimani are unable to have a good morning thanks to Trump. The New York Toilet Paper Times' mornings are better in communist China. I mean, think about it. It's, it's you know, it's typical online funny stuff that, you know, rings true. Anyway, good call. Uh, back to our phones. Uh, let's say hi to Sandy, Cocoa Beach, Florida. Hey, Sandy, how are you? Glad you called.
14: Oh, hi, Sean. Oh, my gosh, it's an honor speaking with you today.
0: Well, thank, thank you. you the honor's mine. Uh,
14: well, um, the other night uh, after the president's speech in the Rose Garden and they took the walk over to uh, St. John's Church, <clears throat> my um, my husband flicked over to CNN. I told him, no, no, no CNN. But uh, Don Lemon was on there, and he had the priest, uh, Reverend Robert Fisher, on And that priest was talking about the president, and he was saying that the president hasn't been there to that church since Easter of 2019. And I just feel that he shouldn't be allowed to say that. He shouldn't. How about thank you for
0: thinking about us in a very difficult time of need? How about that? Why couldn't he have just said that? I
14: mean, Right. I mean, shouldn't they have like attorney has the attorney-client privilege? Shouldn't there be a priest and a congregational privilege that you're telling the world that the priest? It seemed like he was like saying that the president was lying and that he's not religious or something when and and saying he hadn't been there and he remembered the date and everything. I think that's crazy
0: yeah uh look I, I it's just sad and it shows where we are but 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 also you know not to make it political 153 days is america's tipping point it is there there is no ifs and buts about it period it is america's tipping point and that's it um all right by the way carol is next tampa florida hey carol how are you thanks for your patience i i hear you've been waiting a while
4: Okay, so the reason that I'm calling is I I you know I've been watching George Floyd. I watched the video. It disgusted me to see what happened to that man. But what really perplexed me was the first thing was is how the Asian cop was sitting there. Sal Tower. Well, I don't. I know I'm not pronouncing his name correctly. He just kind of stood there and it's like don't go don't go near him. Don't go near him. Don't go near him. Yelling at the family. I know your family. I know your family. Um, and all this and that, and that made no sense, but what really bothered me was when EMS showed up. Now, I've been in the medical profession for over 30 years. I review medical records, I review EMS records, and I can tell you that the protocol for EMS is the minute you arrive on the scene, you assess that patient, are you okay, are you okay? You touch them, you do their vitals, you check to see if they have a pulse, and if they don't, you start CPR ASAP. There is no break in time. They never checked that man's pulse, they rolled him onto a stretcher, handcuffed, and put him in an ambulance, almost as if they knew he was dead before they got there. Something you
0: know, I, right I, I, I'm, there. I'm agreeing with you, I mean, when I saw the end of the video, and then Dr. Baden yesterday on the show saying he's probably dead uh, minutes before they, you know, five minutes in, he was probably gone, and when they had to literally separately lift his head, I mean, uh, it is so painful to watch this in 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 every single way imaginable it's just like they had to lift it separately anyway i appreciate the call uh carol and your patience uh you bring bring up great points all right that's going to wrap things up for today a really full comprehensive hannity tonight nine eastern obviously watching the the anarchists the looters those arsonists and you know of course big cities not doing anything to stop it Uh, Rudy Giuliani, Leo Terrell, Larry Elder. 9 Eastern, hope you set your DVR. Fox News, Hannity, we'll see you then. We'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us.